Accountability in government is not a nice to have, it's a must have. That's why I'm voting for Tracy Miller for Kane County Board, District 4. As a mother and businesswoman, she understands the middle class. She's fighting to keep property taxes from going up and to keep us, the citizens, informed of what's taking place. I want a voice in county government that listens to me. That's why I'm voting Tracy Miller on November 3rd for King County Board, District 4. Paid for by Friends of Tracy Miller. Good morning, Aurora. I am Brenda Rogers, candidate for Kane County Recorder of Deeds. As your next Recorder of Deeds, I will protect our taxpayers' investment, bring awareness to the position, and do outreach to our residents and veterans. I am asking for your vote during early voting, mail-in ballot, or on November 3rd. Vote for Brenda Rogers, Kane County Recorder of Deeds, paid for by Citizens for Brenda Rogers. Rise and shine, pour yourself a cup of coffee and tune in to Good Morning Aurora. News, weather, and really cool interviews, Monday through Friday from 8 to 9 a.m. Good morning, Aurora. I am Brenda Rogers, candidate for Kane County Recorder of Deeds. As your next Recorder of Deeds, I will protect our taxpayers' investment, bring awareness to the position, and do outreach to our residents and veterans. I am asking for your vote during early voting, mail-in ballot, or on November 3rd. Vote for Brenda Rogers, Kane County Recorder of Deeds, paid for by Citizens for Brenda Rogers. Accountability in government is not a nice to have, it's a must have. That's why I'm voting for Tracy Miller for Kane County Board, District 4. As a mother and businesswoman, she understands the middle class. She's fighting to keep property taxes from going up and to keep us, the citizens, informed of what's taking place. I want a voice in county government that listens to me. That's why I'm voting Tracy Miller on November 3rd for Kane County Board, District 4. Paid for by Friends of Tracy Miller. Good morning, Aurora. Good morning, Aurora. Good morning, Aurora. You are listening to and watching the greatest morning show on earth. And we are here with a friend of the show, a guest, our state representative of the 83rd District, Barbara Hernandez. All right, got a great interview coming up. Uh, and before we get to that interview, we have news and weather and some topics to talk to you guys about. Uh, we hope that you had a safe, blessed, and fun weekend. Uh, we got a lot to talk about, so let's get into it. And now, the news. The news, Sugar Skull City, it's still going on. We were talking about that. A month-long celebration going on Aurora downtown. Uh, shout out to all the local artists and businesses who have contributed to this celebration in downtown Aurora. Take a drive around downtown and check out all the storefront windows or mask up and do some dining and shopping. Sugar Skull City promotion and activities will run from October 15th through November 15th. Artists, community members, youth and families are invited to honor the Mexican tradition of Day of the Dead, Dia de los Muertos. Community members are invited to experience this throughout downtown Aurora during this month as a crowd-free activity. 
Um, good morning, Aurora Sports. We were just kind of laughing and joking about that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Earlier. Smack, I don't know sports. That's all, right. I can, <laughs> that's all good. I can tell Curtis anything about sports, and he just kind of nods his head. Really, really. <laughs> Um, the World Series is set, though. This just means that it's now decided between two teams that are going to be in there. It's going to be okay. the Tampa Bay Rays against the Los Angeles Dodgers. Oh. Game one is on Tuesday night. Um, and the Bears are in first place. Now, that, that's true. They are in first place. Uh, they beat the Panthers yesterday 24-16. to 16, And then they play the Rams on Monday. Um, next Monday, not tonight. Oh. And then Green Bay is no longer undefeated. They lost yesterday, if you're, if you're a Packers fan. Uh, it was pretty ugly, 38 to 10. So we kind of watched that, turn that off. Damn, 38 to 10. Ouch. Wow. So that's all that's happening in uh, my business. All right, the weather. It's now 39 degrees outside. The high today is going to be 46 degrees. That looks like it'll be reached at about 1 p.m. At about 3 p.m., there's a 50% chance of rain. And you know how we do on this show. We hope that it's a nice, rainy, super rainy, thunderstormy cloudy day get that get some earl grey tea a little slice of lemon relax at home get your soul get your soul at ease that's what the storms are for anyway i digress now the rest of the week is going to be rainy as well it's going to be a rainy cloudy 55 degree 61 degree 79 degree with a 40 percent chance of rain so that sounds like mug super muggy that day uh, but that's what the weather is looking like, and um, in addition to the weather being gloomy, it was also very windy. So if you've got signs out there, go check on your signs. Go check on your yard signs. Put them up, put them up, put them up, get them right. Uh, because mine, when I came outside, were blown over like corn stalks drooping after a heavy tornado. Anyway, in the news, uh, there's a lot of good stuff going on. In addition to the Sugar, Sugar Skull City, mm -hmm. uh, Pierre Lucero, uh, was featured for another one of his great works, which was on the Artisan Loft building um, on Stope Avenue. So if you guys saw that, that was very cool. Uh, it's nice. It's That's really on nice. Society 57. No, he's got one on Stope too. Does he? Yeah. Okay. Oh, well, yeah, he got a bunch. That, you know, <laughs> there, you, there you go right there. We uh, talked about <laughs> it, yeah. Last week, yeah, it was yeah. on uh, ABC 7. Exactly, yep. Very cool. Um, so that was really cool. And also, uh, we want to say that is still Breast Cancer Awareness and Domestic Violence Awareness Month. So two great organizations that you can donate to are Mutual Ground and also Healing to Healthy with Susan Romano and Amy Downing. Uh, two very good initiatives, so please take part in that. Also, um, our friends, the Alica Arlen Band were playing. Um, the name of the city escaped me, but I Googled it. There wasn't a lot of people in, the, in this town, uh, but they rocked it out. You know, the, uh, go check the gram. Uh, Alica Arlen Band, underscores in between Alica and Arlen. Uh, really cool show, really good stuff. Chocolate in My Pocket, uh, I think has their new album about to drop. Uh, those, if you check out our Music Fridays, you know who we're talking about. Great bands, and it's really cool to see these bands um, come up and do really good things. Also, the Women's March was on Saturday. Yeah, it was Saturday in Oswego. Um, that was Oswego. Correct, yeah. Um, Well-traveled, a lot of good picks from the event. That was very positive, so good to see. Uh, good to see so many people out there taking part. Have you voted yet? If you have not, you know that it's your duty to do so, so please rush out there, get your vote on. Early voting is still taking place, and it's still happening in downtown Aurora, and that's going on at the Kane County Clerk 
government building on Downer right next door to the um, GAR building and across the street from Charlie's Creamery. So, with that being said, what's up? I don't know. Just tell them the audio is going to be off for like two seconds. Okay. So, look. So, check this out, you guys. Now, we're, we're doing this live. Raw. The audio may go off for like two seconds. Refs production. Shout out, baby. <laughs> Refs Productions. All right. So now um, I, I got one more piece of news to tell you guys about. The change initiative sessions are still taking place. As we are talking during this interview, I am going to then pull up the next date for the change initiative sessions to tell you. Uh, it will be this Thursday. The church that it's going to be at, the location, is what's uh, very important. So I'm going to get that for you guys. But please take part in the change initiative sessions. If you have any ability to get out and take part in the process, you should be doing so. So please come out and hear what the mayor, police officials, and other residents feel about policing and progress in the city of Aurora. And with that, that's all the news. We need like a musical thing to take us out, right? All right, now we're going to get into our interview with our friend, state representative of the 83rd District, Barbara Hernandez. Thank you. All right, all right. So um, this is your second interview with us. Mm -hmm. The very first, which we really appreciate, were our early days when we were streaming on our desktop. That was yep. back when it was hot outside. Yes, it was. The studio had no air conditioning, so your con your uh, commitment to the community was shown that day. <laughs> Super hot that day. Uh, but thank you, and thanks for coming back on the show. No, thank you um, for having me. So we're going to start the interview off uh, basically how we started off the last one, to get to know you as an individual, talk about your journey, and then also the current initiatives you got going on and then uh, what's what's happening in the future okay all right well, some people may not know may not have tuned into that last one or know a little bit about you so why don't you tell everybody who you are and where you're from of course so my name is Barbara Hernandez I'm the state representative of the 83rd district um, I was born and raised in the east side of Aurora so I went to all East Aurora school district uh, schools. so I went to Dietrich Walden Middle School and then East Aurora graduated in 2010 went after that, um, well actually I stayed in, um, in the city here to go to college, went to Obonsa Community College for those two years, transferred to our University, graduated with my uh, bachelor's in political science and minor in Spanish, and I'm still in Aurora University right now as I'm getting my master's in um, public well, administration. Thank wonderful, you. Wonderful, wonderful. So I stay learning. local, yes. <laughs> and uh, that's what I love to do is mm -hmm. learn as much as I can for a lot of different aspects. And I think this is why this position is so uh, amazing also because you're not an expert in, in just politics. There's just so many things that you need to be focused on. But um, I digressed a little <laughs> bit. Uh, but yeah, so I, I stayed here locally got to know a lot of people. Um, I was uh, mentored by Linda Chapalavia, who was my predecessor. Mm -hmm. um, she was the state representative for 18 years here. Um, and I was just working with her for pretty much eight years. And in 2016, I ran for um, county board one. I was the youngest elected um, 
County board member, still am in a way because I'm the I'm the youngest still there. But I was uh, 24 at that time when I ran um, and I got that position. Um, so I've been involved in politics for several years. Um, the reason why I got involved was because of my family. My family was um, undocumented for 21 years. So growing up, knowing the struggles, uh, emotional, the the um, sometimes physical, also just issues that we would have and my family would have either by them getting sick and not knowing what's going on, oh. uh, what we can do, um, and me as a, a citizen here, it was a little bit different because I, I wish I could help my parents in some way, but I couldn't, um, <coughs> unfortunately. And not until I was 21 and I was able to petition for their um, residency. And that's how now they're residents and my, my mom is a resident. My dad just became a citizen this year. So he was able to yeah. vote for me for the first time. Oh, oh that's nice. Yeah. Congrats. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, what were some of the struggles you mentioned? Because I know we've talked to other guests who mm -hmm. have, or were undocumented. Documented. What were some mm -hmm. of the struggles your parents had to face or challenges? Well, I think <clears throat> one of the first ones was um, leaving their country. Mm -hmm. They left Mexico. Uh, my mom was six months pregnant with me. Um, they knew the goal was to get here to Aurora. Um, to start a new uh, life for them. And the emotional struggles were uh, uh, huge for my mom. My mom didn't get to see her family for those 21 years. Mm -hmm. So it was always on the phone. Um, during that time, there was no uh, FaceTime, no Zoom calls, nothing. So you really couldn't see your family at all. You can only write um, letters or talk through the phone, and that's it. With my dad, it was a little bit of a different story. The, uh, his family, at least my my grandparents and a few uncles and aunts were able to come over every maybe five years and uh, when I was growing up. But overall, I would see my mom sometimes crying because she missed her family and she couldn't um, see them at all. And then 2011, unfortunately, I think the other struggle was um, my grandfather passed away. Mm -hmm. So when my grandfather passed away, I couldn't, my whole family really couldn't go see um, him in Mexico and and I had to be the 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 uh, break the news to my dad and say hey um, your dad passed away I'm sorry you can't go wow. so that's <laughs> that's still the hardest part yes yes to see. yeah especially as we're talking too, like about the whole day of the dad dia de, de yes. los muertos and celebrating those lives one of the big things is again just kind of bringing that closure during of those course, times, yeah. you know, again, to someone that meant so much to yeah. you. So back in 2014, when everything was um, settled legally, uh, we were able to go as a family mm -hmm. for the first time to Mexico. So by then, we were able to just go to the um, the gravesite and just pay our respects to my grandfather. But it's, it's completely different. It's, it is something that a lot of families are going through, especially mm -hmm. in Aurora, as, as we have the a large population of Latinos. Mm -hmm. So it is hard, and I... I I, I think we're around the same a a area where a lot of families see themselves in me. I see them myself in them, right? Um, because of what we're going through, and it's it's not easy. A lot of people think it is, and it's not. Yeah, and and you kind of touched on it a little bit. Growing up, what impact did your dad have on your life? Oh well, what? my dad. Oh. It was a lot of discipline. Oh, okay. It was a lot of mm -hmm. discipline. He taught, yeah. that dad? Yes, of course. <laughs> <laughs> well, my mom was a cool mom, <laughs> but my dad was disciplined. It, he was really strict. Mm -hmm. um, there was uh, homework, mm -hmm. uh, like school homework, and then I had dad homework. 
Okay, so describe that. What was dad homework like? He would do other math problems. He would oh. uh, tell, like, sit me down and like, let's let's read out loud. Yeah. And he would be like, "What is this word?" And if I didn't know it, it was, it was the end of my homework. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I I honestly learned a lot from him as well. Yeah. I learned a lot, and the discipline that I now how and and how hardworking I am is because of him. Because he, yeah, yeah. he works until this day. He works two jobs still. Really? Yeah, he works two jobs, um, and one in the factory, one in um, uh, here at O'Reilly's on Lake Street. Okay. So he's he's still working, but all my life I've known him to work more than two jobs just so he can sustain the family. Yeah. Do you think he, he would ever go to one job, or like what's he going to be like when he retires? <sighs> Is he going to no. be that guy that still keeps going? Yes. He just had a, a week off vacation last week, and he was a pain. <laughs> 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 He wanted to, he's like, he doesn't know how to relax. And I think that's also what I have mm-hmm. now. I, I can relax for maybe one day. But after that, I, I need to do something. He's going to be I going, can. moving, yes. doing. Like yeah, so he was trying to do a lot of house uh, fixtures and so on. And so he doesn't sit down and relax. He, he wants to keep moving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, one more thing. Why did they choose Aurora when they, when they came here? Mm-hmm. You said that they were coming here to Aurora. Why Aurora? Uh, they had family friends here. Okay. Yeah, they said um, my dad came in, 19, in 1989 for the first okay. time to take a look and see mm-hmm. what areas they wanted to live in and so on. They found Aurora that it was a family uh, friend that okay. they knew and, and they just settled here. Nice. And they came on Memorial Day actually. Really? Memorial Day of 1992. Not knowing that Memorial, what it was, or that it was going to shut, shut down. down. <laughs> 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 yes. Yeah, they didn't know that. Oh, that's great. Very cool. Um, so, being a young person, but also being politically uh, minded, you know, being aware of the issues that are going on, um, what was it like, you know, coming up and, and uh, becoming the person that you are? Um, were there people and friends and peers that you had at that time, once upon a time, who just didn't see the the vision? Like, oh, why would you want to do that? Why, you know, what was that like? It was hard. I think as a Latina, as a woman, and young, mm-hmm. <laughs> it plays a, a big part of why people might doubt you. Right. Um, I know I, I got involved in politics really early on uh, when I was 14, either by registering people to vote and or uh, just getting involved in uh, volunteering in the community. Mm-hmm. But when I when I first wanted to run for office, I actually ran um, and, and when I was 19 for precinct committee member, but that was a small position, that was a landslide, <coughs> nobody really ran against me or anything. But in, when I was 20, 21, I ran for a rural township trustee. Um, I lost by like six to 10 votes, so it wasn't um. a lot. Wow. But for that race alone, I had people older than me that have been preaching, you know, mm-hmm. I want to support the young individuals. I want to help, and um, they're the future of our country. But that same individuals would tell me, why are you running? Why are you running for this? You're, you're going to lose. And I was like, what? <laughs> and I, I just couldn't believe it. And then there was times, that when, and this is where it gets a little bit... Um, a different route completely mm-hmm. was a few individuals, especially men, this were mm-hmm. men telling me like, you know, they're like, why don't you go for a beauty contest? Oh, why a beauty pageant? <laughs> you, sh- you probably will win that. That's Ouch. another thing that they would say. And I was pretty upset to hear that, of course, I use that as a motivation to mm-hmm. keep on going. 
if I if I wasn't going to win, I at least knew I wanted to be the runner up. And in the township, there's uh, I think there was three or four seats during that time, so I was the the next one over. Um, that if I would have got the the enough votes, uh, I would have got the position. There oh. were actually nine candidates, so I was in like the last one. I was just the runner up. Oh wow! Wow, six that's, to ten votes. Yeah, that's a great. I mean, again, we've seen in, in so many races where every vote really does count, yes, yes. especially some of these local ones where it's, you know, it's not so much you might ha not have the support, you just need the representation, the people getting out there exactly. and making those. Um, and that's what I tell a lot of people, that mm -hmm. every vote does count because I lived it. I lived it. it. And there's a lot of more um, candidates, local candidates, who recently in, in the primary um, in 20, uh, March of 2020, they have seen that. They lost by six or seven votes. And it's frustrating because yes, yes. then, as a candidate, you think about it. What happens if I would have knocked on another door? Would right. I got those eight votes that I needed, or would yeah. it they would it make a difference? It's almost better if it is that landslide because then you just know there's no question exactly. about it. But when it's really close like that, it's like, what if this? What if that? What could I, what if else I would have done? lost by six to ten votes, I would have got on the phone and called every like, look, <laughs> did you vote? Let me see if did you, <laughs> <laughs> did, you <laughs> did you vote? If you didn't. Out of the friend's book. I, like, I, you where's know. your sticker? I yes, need yes, I need stick, yeah, sticker check, sticker check. Um, that's interesting. And I'm, you know, I'm glad that you took that or those negative words and, you know, dismissive tone as uh, motivation. Because I think there's, there's a lot of people who they start off strong with their idea mm -hmm. and they need reinforcement. They do. Even if people can't dig it, like, just, you know what? Keep it up, keep it up. And I'm glad because how many dreams have probably been killed because other people like just didn't see it and they just gave it up. So um, looking at it now, especially in the time that we live, mm -hmm. I, I see the importance more now than I did when I was younger about, yeah, you have to have people at the local level who get it and who are trying to make change and the positive and the right kind of changes. Mm -hmm. um, who were the people around when you were voting? Like, who, you know, who was president when you were a precinct committeeman? It was Obama. Yeah, okay. it was Obama. So I think in, in 2012, I was able to vote for my uh, the president for the first time. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. So was, Interesting. That was a exciting moment. I got to go to. Um, McCormick Place and see him also oh, on very election cool. night. What was that like? Well, it was it was magical. I loved it. Yeah. It was it was great. Uh, I mean, just to see uh, the president and his family, and then the vice president there was so surreal because I think you see him so many times on TV that you're like, oh, they actually use it. <laughs> <laughs> They're actually here. But yeah. yeah, it was a tiring day too because we were there from I think four o'clock and it, nothing was official until midnight. Right. So uh -huh. Obama, the President Obama didn't show up till like maybe midnight, one o'clock in the morning to wow. say his few words. But yeah, wow, it was a great night and I, I do have pictures and it's, Something I'm never gonna forget. Yeah. Um, what is or what has been so far your the the legislation that you've been part of um, that you're really proud of? Uh, what, you you've done something with education, is that correct? Mm, I, I don't want to massacre the bill or the. <laughs> uh, tell us about that. Yeah. So I did a, a seal by literacy. It was to expand the eligibility for students. 
um, the seal of biliteracy is pretty much just a, a seal that they put in your um, uh, your GPA, your resume, I guess, or mm -hmm. um, transcripts. There we go, your transcripts to show that you are fluent in either different languages or if you're able to um, get college credits. So that's pretty much what it is. Before it was just by doing a test and that was it, but now it's a different test. It could be ACT, it could be the um, APs, it could be the SAT and different areas as well. So we were able to expand that to different students and be able to get that, um, well, that education funding for them in a way for oh. their college. And what year, when did that happen? What year? 2019. 2019, okay. Yeah, so I was able to pass three bills in 2019. And this year, um, unfortunately, because of COVID, uh, we haven't been able to do much of the bills that we wanted to do. Mm -hmm. And back in, in May of this year, it sounds weird to say that because it, I feel like May was a long time ago. Like a year. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I heard in 2020. <laughs> but um, in May, we were able to pass the COVID uh, relief bills, the emergency mm -hmm. bills that we needed to get to for the whole residents of Illinois. Cool. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Very cool. Uh, what were the other two bills? The other one was uh, to keep the maintain the fire hydrants and bridges corrosion, so prevent okay. that from happening. Because the, sometimes uh, if they are getting corroded, um, unfortunately the paint will go into the waterways, and then that's what we're going to be drinking. So to keep it more maintained and be able to stop the corrosion from happening as soon as possible, and just repaint it and so on. Um, so we, we don't drink those chemicals. And the other bill was to um, eliminate one of the uh, mandates for um, food stamps or SNAP benefits. Uh, there was a lot of mandates and uh, blocking people from getting job training. Only 1% of the people were actually getting job training. Everybody else was waiting. So we were able to um, remove that mandate and now it gives up, up people an opportunity to get more job training. Increases all that. Mm -hmm. Interesting. All right. Now let's get into let's get into the real. <laughs> I've found that when you do that, it builds up the suspense. Like, oh, so what do you got? Some papers. Um, I want to talk about. Uh, so you've got a lot of endorsements. I do. Um, and very good key endorsements. One that I really was impressed with is from the IPADD, the Illinois Parents with Developmental Disabilities um, Association. You got a recent rating from them mm -hmm. of 100%. Yes. That's awesome. Thank you. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. And reading about the um, institution was, uh, was very, you know, its beginnings and everything like that uh, was really impressive. Can you tell us about some other um, ratings and endorsements that you've recently got? Yeah, so I got a 100% on environment. Um, what the ratings mm -hmm. usually mean is um, if you vote a certain way on the bills, uh, people in their organizations track all those bills. And then if you do vote for all of their bills or uh, environmental, like for example, mm -hmm. the Sierra Club, they can see all the environmental bills. And if you support all of them, then you get 100%. Um, if you don't, you if you're against environment, then you're going to get an F rating or you're going to get a 50% or so on. So it gives people an idea of what, um, how that representative um, represents their district, but also what they support. 
So for me, I got 100% on the environment, 100% on on, um, on social programming and so on, and also on um, social work um, mm-hmm. information that people are um, asking for. Um, but those are like really crucial to our to the community, and it's it's something that I'm I'm happy to support. I'm happy to continue supporting. Hopefully, in the next couple of uh, the next few years of the representative's position, but. But yeah, it's kind of like saying you can go out there and campaign that you're for the environment or you're for these different um, items, issues, agendas, but then what does your voting record Mm -hmm. stand for? So it it holds you accountable. Exactly. Mm -hmm. You brought receipts. What? (laughs) 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 Um, Now, Aunt Martha's mask giveaway. Mm -hmm. That was most recently. Tell us about that. Yeah, so I was able to get to know the executive director of Aunt Martha's um, through a, a friend, and they were willing to give us a, a, a close to a thousand masks that we could give yeah. out to people. Um, so we had an event uh, right in front of the Hassett House, and we were just passing it on to people because now um, we need to wear masks, and I actually have mine right over here. So we we always have to carry yeah. these now, and we have to make sure we protect ourselves and protect others. So that is why we're trying to give free mask, a reusable mask, because some, a lot of people are not using sometimes the proper mask. Mm-hmm. Um, if we could, we would wear N95, but because those are sometimes not accessible, we tr- we try to get something that is cotton and um, being able to just cover our nose and face overall. But it was a great, great event, yeah. And your, ma- your office has masks we do as well yes we yeah. do have a few census masks i know census is unfortunately done with um just a, a week ago but we do have free masks that people can um call our office and we can do a little bit of a few orders i think maybe we can do 10 or 20 now okay uh, we have a few extra and it says um latinos uh, from uh, of Chica- uh, from chicago or some that latinos from aurora and other ones that are just uh, some uh, blue uh make yourself count okay so it's like the standard you know reusable mask yes. it's not like there's like an insert or anything like that for no. it so you can no. just turn that census one right around exactly okay. and it's <laughs> a white uh, background drop so yeah. it's, it's fine Any, anything works yeah the census was abruptly it was mm-hmm. what the uh, does that happen typically? What's uh, what's the story behind that? That's you know, weird. <laughs> I wish I, I, I would have paid attention in 2010. Uh, I was in high school during mm-hmm. that time, so I was not thinking about the census overall. Right. Um, but I, no, it was honestly, it was playing with a lot of emotions of people, and especially the census workers. Um, it was from, it's it's going to end in August, it's going to end in October, it's going to, uh, the original date was October 31st yes. right, yeah, of this year, mm-hmm. but then, and apparently in the beginning of October, uh, they were going to just wait till October 31st, but then uh, the Supreme Court ruled different a uh, different way, made a different decision, and now it, it was October 15th. Right. So it's unfortunate to see that. Um, we, I think a lot of people in the city of Aurora were able to to try and get as many people as uh, possible counted. Hopefully we do, hopefully we will see our increase of numbers uh, in spending, right. but that, that's why it was important. We were pushing to, to do the census because of funding. All that funding will go to schools, go to different programming, um, and it could be 
bad if we if we lose that funding for our community right kind of like what we were talking about with the election there's so many people that do things last minute mm -hmm. now it's always going to be well what would have happened if we would have had that extra 15 days or who would have come forward or how many people would have exactly. you know participated in that it's a humdinger Ooh. it's a humdinger boy it's a humdinger um, I in domestic violence awareness month that we're in and uh, breast cancer awareness month as well um, your office has regular access to resources and information mm -hmm. for uh, for women in regards to health in regards to uh, you know uh, domestic violence uh, you've done work with mutual ground a lot and uh, a lot of volunteership and donations and things like that uh, how can the residents access um, your resources do you have a uh, Facebook and Instagram and all that I do I have pretty much all social media okay. um, <laughs> possible they can people can look me up at Barbara Hernandez or um, rep Barbara Hernandez uh, on Facebook uh, they can also give us a call at 630-270-1848 um, they can email me at rep Barbara Hernandez at gmail.com um, that's my personal email so I'm the one that responds to those emails um, but uh, we can help with uh, several things. We don't have a specific topic, honestly. Um, we do ha help with uh, state agencies, so IDS claims with unemployment, um, SNAP benefits, void cards, um, and different things. So uh, we, we will do our best to find those um, solutions for mm -hmm. the, the problem. Um, but I, I know there's some that are a little bit difficult than others, but we will try our best to find something or resource. Yeah. Now, do you have um, an email list or like a blast, or what's the best way to get like the latest news? Because I know you were doing a lot of publicity and announcements like with the small business grants mm -hmm. and the PPP loans and all that stuff. What's the best way that people can stay in touch with your updates? Mm -hmm. Well, they can email me at repbarberhernandez okay. at gmail.com and then I can submit them into a list, either a small business list, a nonprofit list, okay. or just the regular newsletters where I post a lot of different activities that are coming on, um, different events that we're hosting, or just overall news of what's going on in the in the community okay. as well. Great. What exactly is the definition? What's the job description of a state representative? <laughs> what is the J? What is mm? Yeah, uh, I use different definitions. A lot of people are not aware what a state representative is. So I, the easiest way is I make laws for the state. So I, I drive down to Springfield um, from January to um, May, and I just vote on laws, uh, and that's that's what we do. But when I'm here. Uh, we don't do laws, of course, uh, but we, uh, at least my office and I, we try our best to help people and get to know um, constituents and different areas or nonprofits, small businesses. So I do go to uh, door to door, not even campaign season, and I still do that. Uh, with COVID, it's a little bit different now. I try to make phone calls and ask people if there's anything I can do to help, if there's any resources. I send mailers out to people's homes to tell them about the rent relief that we mm -hmm. had, the mortgage relief, and different programs overall, or just the uh, the session events that I happen and what bills I voted on. So that's that's usually what we do, but 
overall the state representative represents an area of a specific area in that state here and it's mine in illinois and we are able to um, make laws so if i also i'm always um, um open to hearing people's um uh, ideas for laws. Mm -hmm. I know the time frame is coming soon, so around December to I think February. Uh, if people are interested in, in a different law, if they want to pitch in their law, um, they can email me and I would love to sit down and talk to them or Zoom calls um, and just discuss and see if that is a potential law that we can do. Um, Any law? Any law, yeah. Any law? Any what? law that is at least, <laughs> at least a <laughs> <laughs> that is not in the federal government, that we can't in the federal government. <laughs> state laws. Yes, state, state laws, laws yes. <laughs> but, you know, if it's something that, well, I think overall we saw there was a problem with the IDS um, issues, and people were getting penalized from years of issues, mm -hmm. and, and now we made a bill that would resolve that during the pandemics, that's what we're going to call it, the, any uh, pandemic that people can um, waive that um, that uh, uh, complaint or that penal uh, penalize um, to be able to allow them to get those IDS claims and their unemployment money uh, because Ooh. now people were not getting that money so um, that's an idea that came through a problem that we saw and now we're putting it on paper and hopefully it will become a law and if we have future pandemics now the people will be able to get that money even if they were penalized uh, through uh, either over payment or... Good morning, Aurora. I am Brenda Rogers, candidate for Kane County Recorder of Deeds. As your next Recorder of Deeds, I will protect our taxpayers' investment, bring awareness to the position, and do outreach to our residents and veterans. I am asking for your vote during early voting, mail-in ballot, or on November 3rd. Vote for Brenda Rogers, Kane County Recorder of Deeds, Paid for by Citizens for Brenda Rogers. Accountability in government is not a nice-to-have, it's a must-have. That's why I'm voting for Tracy Miller for King County Board, District 4. As a mother and businesswoman, she understands the middle class. She's fighting to keep property taxes from going up and to keep us, the citizens, informed of what's taking place. I want a voice in county government that listens to me. That's why I'm voting Tracy Miller on November 3rd for King County Board District 4. Paid for by friends of Tracy Miller. Anything else? Okay. The time is 9.14 a.m. and you're listening to Good Morning Aurora, the second largest city's first daily news podcast. And we are sitting down with friend of the show, state representative of the 83rd District, Barbara Hernandez. What's Springfield like? You know, I, I love Springfield. That was my second home, <laughs> honestly. Um, it's a small town. It's Ooh. empty, honestly, when the state representatives and senators are not there, it's empty. But when everybody's there, that I think that's their biggest economic boost is having everybody in presence and having the, my colleagues there. It's it's beautiful, honestly. Mm -hmm. It is beautiful. The capital, it's, it's gorgeous. It's I'm, I always like to... St um, and I'm walking in, just stand there underneath the dome and just look up and see all the wonderful colors and um, know that a few years ago when I was 15, 16, I did a speech there to um, fight for social programming, um, social services. And um, 
then all of a sudden now I'm walking through those halls, but as a state representative. That's it's, awesome. It's a yeah. different feeling. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Feeling. What advice would you give to kids now, or anybody really, but uh, who want to get involved? Say, you know what? I see her story. I love, you know, just the difference that she's made. How do I get involved and start that process? I would say volunteering. That's okay. how I got in. Uh, volunteering in any way possible and okay. anything um, makes uh, those connections, those networks. You mm -hmm. get to meet people and get to see what they're doing and. And in some way, everybody's related to politics, <laughs> at least in the city of Aurora. Uh, so you can go to Mutual Grad mm -hmm. and help out. You can go to World Relief and help out in different organizations. But you will always meet someone that is um, related in politics, and they can help you out. That's how I got in yeah. once again. And they get to know you and your strengths and what yes. you're passionate about exactly. as well. Yeah, they say all politics is local. It is. So there, it, you know, there you have it. Um, so Aurora, what's, uh, what are some of the significant changes that you've seen take place in the city from when you were young to now? There's a lot of changes. I think we're, we're sitting in one of the biggest changes. Uh, this used to be the, the library. Mm -hmm. This used to be the, the kids section. Mm -hmm. So this is where I grew up in this little uh, floor. And now to see how it changed completely, it's Part of me is a little sad because I want to see but it's also beautiful. It's really beautiful to see just the change overall. Um, but even the buildings, uh, when I was walking in downtown a few years ago, uh, Wickwood was empty. Mm -hmm. um, it was empty. It was uh, it was always empty since I I, I was born, yeah. to my knowledge at least. Um, but to see it all of a sudden come into this beautiful building that has so much potential and it's it's bringing life back it's, right. it's amazing to see and i think that's happening throughout the whole downtown area there's a lot more people a lot more energy a lot more investment into downtown yes. yeah we had dave weaver radio man 911 okay. here on the show last week and he came into the building and he saw this like this used to be the kids library <laughs> he was he just had to yeah. take like a little moment yes. kind of like how you were talking about going with the dome mm -hmm. he did that in <laughs> there. Yeah. he's like wait a minute this is the library <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. And, and it's bittersweet it's mm -hmm. bittersweet it is. a lot of memories a lot of history mm -hmm. that's all right um i think i got you uh, I, I think i asked you last time and i did get an answer from you but that was before people could could see you um <laughs> I'm an out-of-towner. Okay. I just got here to Aurora. Oh. Where are you sending me for food? I, I need to. I want to eat someplace good. Where Where's a good place to eat? Yeah, I was gonna say you're asking this wrong, the wrong question to a food. <laughs> 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 I would send it to different places. Just have a lunch spot. So yeah. Possibly Taqueria El Tio for like for lunch. lunch. Okay. For a cup of coffee and Dero Treadwell, of course. All right. For dessert, a scone and Kaya Lily um, Tea yeah. House. LaSalle yes. and uh, whatever that is. Benton? Yeah, Benton. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. right. That's right. Yeah. That's one of our best kept secrets. Myron makes the best just soups and dishes and sandwiches. They got mm -hmm. soup in there? And, and, and they have tea. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Let me write that down. <laughs> <laughs> Kyla Lily's Tea House. Mm -hmm. yes. Nice. Yeah, that mural that's on the side of that wall, that kind of old school downtown Aurora grocery mm -hmm. feel that's a really nice mural yeah. for those that know what we're talking about that is again LaSalle and like Benton yeah. um, 
really nice mural on the side across from Durango, Keller Lilly's Tea House. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I gotta go in there. Gotta yeah. go in there. Gotta wear a fancy hat, too. Yeah. So that's for lunch. Where where's a good dinner spot? Oh no, I'm I love burgers. I love burgers. So Gillerson's. Gillerson's. Okay, yeah. for the burger. All right. Very good. Very good. Uh, we had um, we had a guest on the show who told us that COVID nineteen has produced some uh, positivity in in terms of folks doing new things. Mm -hmm. Right, uh, having to uh, make do, get by, and, and be creative. What's the biggest change that this pandemic has had in your, in in the life of you, a state representative? Where do I begin? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, you know, during that time frame, I was actually in quarantine twice um, through this whole thing uh, because um, uh, campaign season was from January all the way to March. In March of the actually that same day that uh, election day happened and the night and the evening after everything was done I found out you know one of my interns were um, exposed mm -hmm. so of course we all had to take precautions so right after the campaign I was in quarantine for two weeks um, and then uh, when I had to go to Springfield again I had to quarantine when I got back because I was around a lot of people a lot of my colleagues so as a precaution we had to take that but so those were the hardest parts, um, just to quarantine and not knowing if uh, you were going to uh, get become positive from it. But um, I, the one of the, the silver, silver linings of it was spending time with my family. I was able to spend time with my family a lot more than I usually do um, because of every, everything was shut down. So I, I had to stay at home. I had to um, do everything remote, Zoom calls and so on. Um, I started baking again. <laughs> um, I wanted to be a pastry chef when I was in high school really? so okay. before choosing politics. So, uh, and because of politics, I wasn't able to bake anymore. Um, I was just too busy. But I was able to take that hobby back on, and I was baking with my brother, making breads and making cookies and making all everything we could. But it, it was just. It was different. It has been different. And now, even when I talk to people, when people ask me, like, "Oh, how's your, how's the daily um, schedule for you?" And I'm mm -hmm. like, "Well, is it pre-COVID or pre-COVID? <laughs> Which one do you want to hear?" It is a little bit different, but of course, um, I think we're we're seeing that a lot of people are getting closer to family as well as I am. Right. Yeah, I'm taking that step back. Mm -hmm. um, one of the last questions I had for you. Uh, tell us about AID, the Association for Individual Development. Mm -hmm. um, what do they do? So they have different programs. They mm -hmm. have uh, behavioral services as well. They help um, individuals with disabilities Kay. to try and um, either find jobs for them, um, teach Ooh. them, um, get oh. their GED, get their different degrees that they might want. But overall, it's just a service that it can provide those resources, those um, uh, opportunities for them. Um, as we've seen, there's a lot of uh, people who don't get those uh, opportunities um, and they just get um, sucked into the system and they just stay in the system. But with AID, they try their best to use everybody's potential and to create something new, um, to use that potential and give them a job, give them an opportunity <coughs> to live their own life. Like that. You had mentioned that due to the pandemic, everything kind of went to a standstill. 
what are some of the things you want to gain back the momentum on? What are the things that you know you want to continue on with the good works that you're doing and mm -hmm. uh, move forward? Well, I'm hoping I can uh, present my bills in the uh, mm -hmm. upcoming months. I had a few bills. I have maybe 10 bills that I wanted to present this year, and unfortunately I couldn't. And it, it ranged from um, a taxes exemption for breast pumps. Ooh, um, okay. It went to uh, drop the Metra um, uh, uh, tickets uh, for 50%. For students that were going to college so if a student here in Aurora wanted to commute to Chicago for school usually uh, they would have to pay 200 and something mm -hmm. dollars for a monthly ticket mm -hmm. and the same as some, a full-time exactly. you know, employee mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and a lot of students would tell me you know I didn't go to school so sometimes because I couldn't afford that ticket so that uh, price would be cut to 50 percent so mm -hmm. 100 and something dollars which I know is not a not a, it's still alive but, yeah, uh, God, yeah. but it's it's something that we can do at least yeah. so um, they don't even have a student rate it's just a regular monthly pass rate. just a monthly pass wow, yeah. I didn't realize that okay yeah so that's an, a, something that I want to mm -hmm. change and, yeah, and of course mm -hmm. but that's another thing like I, mm -hmm. as much as I want to pass that bill the logistics of it is and the reality of it is that because of COVID Metro has lost millions of dollars already so and I was hoping they would have paid the, the, the expense, expense yeah. yes, but unfortunately, I don't yeah. know how. Right. how well, we're not getting anything, so. Exactly. <laughs> um, one of the things that I think is good for people to see uh, in this interview and, and when talking to you is that um, everybody who can take part should take part to, uh, to get involved. Um, you work across the aisle, as they say. And mm -hmm. politics, you work um, with your caucus and then the Republican side, as you know, as as much mm -hmm. as possible. Um, do a lot of people know that about politics behind that you guys do work in tandem? No, I don't, people think, don't pe think that. No, people don't see that either. That's a, another issue. Mm -hmm. um, I've had an event just recently here uh, for the blood drive, and mm -hmm. it was with a Republican and another re Democrat. But we, we try to join in, in different events and also in policy. But uh, people don't see that. And I don't think a lot of people like to talk about it sometimes. I, I'm, I'm always an open person. So for me, I, I don't have anything to hide. Um, so yes, yeah, so when people are asking me, do you talk to Republicans? Yes, I do talk to a few Republicans. Um, I think overall what we're seeing with the federal government has put a bad image on many of them. Um, Rightly so, for okay. the certain things that they say. But there are some good uh, Republicans that have been really understanding. They have helped um, not only me in different bills, um, and it's all about compromise. It's, it's pretty much trying to find a middle ground for some bills. And I know for other bills, we will never get, um, we, nev we will never agree on, but that is fine. But it, we will try our best to work for the middle ground for, um, that can, we can help people. And those are the relationships that we have. Um, but of course, there are some colleagues of mine that are a little bit extremist and it's mm -hmm. more conservative. Cool. And and those are unfortunately the people that sometimes you can't really talk to because they're not going to listen to you. They're right. not really gonna take yeah. your input and consideration. But the tax, uh, tax exemption for breast pumps is actually one of my bills that has had bipartisan support. And uh, yeah. Republicans have signed on as co-sponsors. Cool so that, uh, that is why I was so excited to see that bill move on because I, I feel like now that I have both Democrats and Republicans supporting it, it wouldn't be as bad to, to move on. Right. Uh, yeah. Other bills, I would have to fight a little bit more. 
Right, okay. Uh, what one word would your colleagues, how would they describe you in one word? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I would say kind. Kind. And what about the community members? Hardworking, that's for sure. Mm -hmm. I think I'm a hard worker. And yeah. Visible. And how would your family describe you? Oh, as their their girl. Their girl. <laughs> their <small> girl. <laughs> yeah. We were just having this conversation yesterday with my parents. Really? Um, and, and my dad was. Uh, we were watching the the trial of Chicago Seven. Oh. It's a yeah. new Netflix mm -hmm. um, movie, and we were just talking about it. And my dad was pointing it out. I was like, you know, I I argued with uh, Daly. Uh, my because my dad was politically active in some mm -hmm. way. Richard Daly? Yeah, it was Richard Daly, the wow. mayor. Yeah, he was poking fights. He even poked a fight with my predecessor when I was younger, and I remembered mm -hmm. seeing that. And I'm like, Dad, you always pick fights with everybody, and even with the state representative. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm your daughter. <laughs> so, okay. yeah. You, you yeah. could never give him dad homework because no. that would not go over. Uh, no, not at all. <laughs> Interesting. Um, what do you got coming up? What's the uh, what's on the calendar? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Let me bring my time. So we have um, oh, next Monday. Yeah, I think it's next Monday, October 26th. We will have a, a senior uh, food giveaway that people can register. We ask people to register, mm -hmm. and they can call us at our 630-270-1848. Um, and um, those are going to be free meals mm -hmm. for seniors. Uh, that we're going to be able to give um, to them and it's going to be like a drive-through um, area um, so nobody has to really uh, get out of their car or anything right now we're still doing um, a mutual ground um, yeah uh, feminine hygiene drive okay. so if anyone wants to donate um, there's an Amazon list unfortunately because of COVID they're not doing um, um, used items and they're trying to do a little bit more of a precaution so now it's an Amazon list mm -hmm. uh, people at the mutual ground made a list and you guys can just purchase items from there another thing that I have next week on uh, October 28th is um, a social justice committee uh, we're going to talk about uh, crime and uh, the trauma of crime Ooh. that brings into the community on, on the 22nd of this week we will have a um, I think it is the 22nd. I have so many events right now. <laughs> there will be an end money cash bond event where we will talk about ending cash bond uh, for um, for people that are getting incarcerated. Um, and yeah, I think that's pretty much it. I think there's a few other events, but oh. they can always access uh, my event calendar on on Facebook or on the website as well. Everything that's going on. Mm -hmm. That's great. The social justice committee meeting is going to be virtual it will be virtual okay yes. on the 28th and the link is going to be there as well on the invitation so people can just register and get the zoom information is there a limit or is it um, no there's okay. no limit okay. yeah okay. that's right sky's the limit what <laughs> there's no limits no limit all right um what did we forget we talked about a lot in this interview mm -hmm. we did we went a lot of places um november 3rd is coming up yes yeah, two weeks Two from weeks. tomorrow. That's Two weeks right. from tomorrow. That's right. Uh, coming up so, 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 so quickly. How do you feel in anticipation of it? I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited for it to be over. Mm -hmm. um, I think it, it's been a year. It's been a year um, overall, not only with COVID, but a campaign season. 
Um, I think a lot of people don't realize that campaigning is really, really exhausting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm not complaining about it. I, lo- I love what I do, but emotionally, mentally, and sometimes physically, it could be a lot. During the times from January till March, I was walking eight to 10 hours a day in the cold. Um, and it was nonstop. It was just nonstop of walking and knocking on people's doors. Sometimes you will get people that was, were really nice and others that were really mean and they just shut that door. There is no climate change. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> what I would get, yeah. Wow. So, and it's, it's hard because you, you might be knocking on 20, 30 doors and then that one person that was mean to you, you will remember that for Ooh. the rest of the day and it will just ruin your day in a way. And then when you do get someone that is really nice and says like, oh, do you want a granola bar? I'm like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> you will always remember that person. Right. And you will always remember that, you know, that was, uh, that you are doing something good because sometimes yeah. you do doubt yourself because of the, the emotional strain and all you get to see is houses. So for those three, four months, I was just seeing houses and houses and nothing else. I had to give up, um, my not even not, not that I have a social life as much, but it, the little bit of social life that I did have, I had to pretty much quit. Yeah. And that and it, it was just it was a lot to take in. And I, whenever I went to, um, as soon as I got home from walking, it was probably seven eight o'clock, and I had to do homework right after that. So that's another toll. I was always doing something, and I was oh. I also had to manage still the state office. Because not only when I'm campaigning, I still have to, you know, respond to my constituents if there's any issues. So I had meetings, I had events, I would still go to Springfield. So it was just a lot, a lot of things going on. A lot of plate juggling. (laughs) Yes, it was. Um, Well, we appreciate your hard work. We appreciate you doing your thing for the community. Um, So I have to go back and check, but I think you might have been the first candidate coroner. And now this is the seventh. So if this is like the, uh, we we appreciate this. I got to go back and check. I think that you (laughs) might have been the very first one. Uh, And it's important to get people, uh, to get our officials on, talk to them, hear what they got coming up and everything like that. I think that's as important as voting because people have to be able to put the name with the face, Mm -hmm. but also see the, um, the side that comes with the politics, the human side. Exactly. You know, yeah. yeah. Um, one thing that impresses me is that when I see people out at everyday stuff, not just mm-hmm. when ABC News comes to cover it, you know, mm-hmm. like certain people only come out yeah. when Channel 7 is there. Oh, we're here mm-hmm. kissing babies. <laughs> you know, you got to be there. Even when the cameras are not seen, and even when Facebook is not seen, mm-hmm. there's right. a, there's a lot of things. And this is me personally. There's some things I have, of course, mm-hmm. I need to present on Facebook, mm-hmm. and others that I I just don't, because I I'm there not as, of course, I, I'll always be there as a state representative, but uh, for me, it's not. Let me show people that I'm here, so right. they know I'm here. I think what's better for me is if you if you both know that I'm there. Um, that's what I want you guys to, to take from right. that, you know. Right. I don't want it to be like, oh, she posted on Facebook that she's here. Right. Like, yeah. You know. Yeah, seriously. She, she checked in, but she really wasn't there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was there for like a second that yeah. I left. That's something that's happening mm-hmm. a lot. I, I'm not really oh, yeah. digging that. You see people doing that, taking selfies while they're doing charitable works. Like, come on, man. You, 
you know, like you don't have to. The one that went viral, the guy's giving McDonald's to the the homeless dude. He's filming the whole thing. Okay. It, it's like yeah. just give it to him, you know. Like that's where's your heart? Yeah, there's no yeah. need for you to Yeah, yeah, keep it real all the time, kind of thing. Yeah. Um, as you know, the show ends on a positive note. <laughs> what is your message for the people of Aurora? Starting off the week on Monday. It's kind of rainy outside. We need a good message. We need a positive message. Well, I'm going to say a change will be coming, hopefully, in different perspectives, Mm -hmm. Um, either federally, locally, change will be coming. Um, But I hope people do decide to start their morning with registering to vote if they're not registered, to going out to vote if they're not, haven't voted yet. They have two weeks less than two weeks in a way if you want to do early voting. Um, you can still mail your ballot, uh, request a ballot as soon as possible if you if you can. Tell someone that they should vote. Um, but it's that's important right there. And that's a great way to start your, uh, your week because you'll know you did something to help the community. Mm-hmm. Um, or you can either volunteer. There's a lot of, of positions right there right now that need people, food pantries, that need individuals, um, especially now right. with the winter coming. It's going to be hard for them and mm-hmm. the individuals that they're helping. So please consider volunteering, uh, participating in, in an organization. Um, I think that's that's the great greatest way. And and also personally is thank everybody around you that have um, been able to help you in some way, especially during COVID. I think that's something we keep forgetting is to thank people. Right. Um, it's been a, a really been really difficult mm-hmm. and we've just been able to focus on ourselves and and just take what we can good point what we need but we never stop and say you know what thank you for that day that you helped me and I was crying or I had a hard time and right. or I gave you a hard time and I'm sorry you just you listen know, to me just mm-hmm. yeah you just have to say thank you right that's a great way What a message. What a message. message. Um, In that spirit, I want to say thank you, Rep. Hernandez, for coming back on our show. Again, it really means a lot to us at this point in time, what we're trying to do for the community here on this show and what we're trying to do in regards to the news and just the positive message on this show. Uh, We appreciate the time that she takes to come speak to us and have an interview with us. Uh, Vote. Vote, vote, vote. Get out there and vote. Uh, get active in the community if you possibly can. And I want to say thank you to all of the people who let me rant uh, over a beer chilling before Good Morning Aurora started. All the people who let me just yell and scream and just be a nutcase on your couch while your wife's looking like, when's Curtis going home? <laughs> 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 you know who that is out there. You know who that is. Uh, so thank you to everybody who allows us to uh, continue doing what we do. We really appreciate it. I want to give a shout out to Refs, Pro- Refs Productions. I want to give a shout out to all of our friends out there. Um, thank you very much for all the help that you guys have given us along the way as L, excuse me, as well, Bezel Arts, Hunter, everybody. Um, so with that being said, on behalf of the second largest city's first daily news podcast, we appreciate Rep. Hernandez for coming out to our uh, interview today and joining Thank us. Uh, please tune in tomorrow for another great show, and we've got a lot of other positive, beautiful things coming. Stay blessed, stay dedicated, stay motivated, and 